Welcome back to an episode of Box to Box Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and this is actually going to be the first ever episode where I'm going solo. Um, I wonder how this goes. I've been doing every episode so far with, uh, obviously in the beginning with Reza and a couple occasional friends and family coming over and some guests as well, some fantastic guests that we've had the privilege to be on the show. And this is episode 38, the first ever solo episode. Uh, Han Solo. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, bring out my puns this early. 45 seconds in and I'm already saying puns. Uh, but, I mean, it's pretty hard to have uh, people into the studio. Well, basically my room. Uh at the moment, or even through call, I mean, uh, you know, with uh, everything that's happening in the coronavirus, uh, I hope everyone is staying safe, <coughs> staying home, uh, hope everyone has a plan of what they're doing while they're quarantined, uh, <laughs> whether that's uh, finding a new TV show, or uh, doing in at-home exercises, or like, playing video games or spending time with friends and family. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, I'm still trying to adapt. I think everyone still is. And I have no, I think the crazy, we'll, we'll get into the main topic in, in a couple minutes, but I think the main thing why people are so scared or why people are nervous at the moment because of this virus is because of not the actual virus and not the actual spreading of it, but I think it's because there's no timeline to it, in my opinion. I think the biggest reason why, for me personally, I like it's been it's been almost three weeks without sports. And yes, I'm adapting, but it's been really hard to have that sort of emotion go through your entire body when you're watching sports, whether it's like nervousness or excitement or joy, whatever it is, I'm kind of, I, I miss that feeling. And Re, Re, I was talking to Reza, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. And he's like, I took the Premier League for granted. I took the Champions League for granted, the Europa League for granted, the uh, other top five European leagues, uh, even the, I mean, even the MLS, like the MLS was just like two game weeks and in to the season, and now it's, now it's done. But yeah, there's no time. That, like if if I think if here in the United States and especially here in New York, right now New York, it's probably the worst city right now um, in terms of uh, cases of the coronavirus, but. Uh, I think that if there was a timeline, like let's say, even if it, if they say it's it, it will be done by May fifteenth, it, it doesn't. It, this doesn't have to relate to sports or soccer or, uh, in just in general. Like let's say they say coronavirus is going to be finished May fifteenth. Whatever, we'll be like, okay, let's just f- see this through, and then we'll wait till May fifteenth, and we'll be back to normal. But the problem is we have no idea when it's actually going to finish for me personally if both i'll I'll say what i have to say about this uh 
last thought, and then we'll get into the topic of today's episode. But I think the if the sports world can't figure out if they should continue their uh, specific season, whether it's uh, whether it's a European league in soccer or the NBA or the MLB or whatever. Um, I think if they don't, they have to set a time, they have to set a deadline for when they have to decide to either continue with the season or just go straight into the playoffs or ha- or shorten the season, whatever decision they make. If they don't decide to start on that day, then then they should not continue their, they should end the seasons and they should make it void. Well, not the uh, except for the uh, for the ones that just start. Like MLB hadn't started yet, uh, but like soccer, they should void it. Basketball, they should go straight to the playoffs and have no fans. Uh, NFL uh, actually is in a perfect position uh, because their season was dur- it was during the off season. Um, but we still, in my personal opinion, I I don't think this will go on. Uh, I don't think this will end anytime soon. I think it will go on for at least another month or so uh, till we know when a deadline is or a timeline is for this for the end of this. Anyways, let's get into our main topic, and that is the FIFA franchise. I have been playing FIFA for as long as I can remember. I basically all my all my friends, family, everyone that knows me knows that I play FIFA. A little less so the past three years, I would say. Uh, but like when I was in middle school, uh, elementary school, and I would say I probably at the start of high school, I played it basically every day. Not so much now, and I'll get into why. But I think I'm actually probably like with all my all my friends and family that have played FIFA in past FIFAs. I think I'm the sort of the last one still in that realm. Because like now, like all uh, like all my cousins that uh, like we play together, none of them play it anymore. And I don't know if that has to do with age where like. You know, uh, they 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 become adults and they don't play video games anymore. But that's not true. They still they all still play video games, just not FIFA. Um, maybe it's just like the maybe they wanted to change. Maybe they got bored of it. Maybe they weren't as invested as some people are into the game or in any game. By the way, it doesn't have to be sports either. It could be I don't know Fortnite or Call of Duty or Halo or uh, NBA 2K20, something like that. Madden, the show, just spitballing here. But it's really interesting where FIFA has come to since I first started. And from my personal experience, I don't want to go, I don't want to go on for like an hour like, why I started playing FIFA, but I'll, I mean, I'll get a little bit into it, but not too deep, but basically the, I remember the first ever FIFA I had was FIFA 05, um, and 
And that was sort of the start. I was around six years old. Uh, so you do the math <laughs> of how old I am now. Uh, but I was around six when that came out. And when uh, my, well, the thing was I got into video games because my dad had the original Xbox, not even the Xbox 360. It was the original Xbox with those chunky controllers. If you know what I'm talking about, then you're an OG Xbox uh, owner or user. But uh, he bought some like uh, different games that I always uh, enjoyed. But then, but FIFA 05 was the first one that he had that I played a lot. And that was, uh, and that was when I started to fall in love. I have a, a picture. That I remember the first player that I started to watch was uh, R nine Ronaldo, Ronaldo uh, Nasario. That was my first ever jersey. I had a number nine Brazil jersey, and I believe I want to say it was before they won it in O two, the World Cup, or maybe I, it was. It was, I was like two three years old. But around 2004, 2005, that was when I started to love Arsenal. That was when I that that was when Henri made me into an Arsenal fan. Henri's my favorite player of all time. I feel like I've said that m- countless times <laughs> in different episodes. But he is the reason why I'm an Arsenal fan. Why he made me into an Arsenal fan around FIFA 05, and why I am one now. So it's been like at least ten years. Like for me, well. I religiously like watched, tried to watch every possible Arsenal game per se- every season. Uh, since I was around, I want to say thirteen. So maybe even younger. So I, like at least I, almost a decade. Maybe, obviously, when I was younger, I didn't watch as many games because they actually didn't show as much on TV uh, in the US. But now they are, and it's uh, it's a great uh, sight to see. But anyways, on FIFA 05, I remember loving Ar- the Arsenal team. I remember, I oh AC Milan. I actually, I actually, I remember screenshotting. There was like an uh, AC Milan. Yes, here it is. Okay, <laughs> this was their lineup. In this was their lineup in FIFA 05. Their lowest rated player in their starting eleven is eighty seven rated. Listen to this. Dida, 90 rated. Kafu, 90 rated. Alessandro Nesta, 90 rated. Yapstam, 93 rated. Paolo Maldini, 92 rated. Pirlo, 89 rated. Gattuso, who is the lowest rated, 87. Seedorf, 90 rated. Kaka, 92 rated. Shevchenko, 94 rated. And Vieri, 89 rated. That is insane. I think that was, um, I believe they won it the year after the miracle in Istanbul when they be, uh, when they lost to Liverpool, or it might be that actual year when that uh, that um, final happened. But yeah, I, I just remember every player was just so cool to use. Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Henri. Uh, that's when I started loving Arsenal because I lo- love their squad. I love the French national team. Um, I don't know if I said it before, but uh, every time. Uh, my country gets knocked out of the World Cup. I always root for France. I don't. I know. I know. I never knew why, but I just loved their team since like since the World Cup in 06. I loved Zidane. I loved Henri. I loved Vieira. I loved uh, Maluda, uh, Trezeguet, Barthez. Uh, who were the center backs that year? 
I don't even remember. Man, it was so long ago, but I remember really loving that team. I don't know if Pires was on that team either. Uh, uh, Willie Sagnol, uh was the right back as well. Vie- uh, not Vieira, uh, Evra. But yeah, that that was sort of my start of FIFA, and then I I kept buying uh, the uh, old uh, other FIFAs. A FIFA Nine was an amazing, amazing game. Uh, Ronaldinho was so cool to use, and a FIFA Nine was actually the first ever uh, year they created Ultimate Team, which I will get into. Um, but when I was growing up, before because like obviously as a five, six, seven year old, you don't be you're you don't uh, get uh, Xbox Live. Like my, my dad didn't have one. We just kind of played with ourselves and it was so fun too. We made our own like original tournament, like Reza, uh, his brother, Amir, and, uh, like my other cousins, my other friends, even my dad's friends, we created tournaments where we would like, uh, put, uh, you would pick that team and you're in this group. You pick that team and you pick this group and whoever's playing that game, the other people that are, uh, that are, uh, in the room We'll have would have to wait, and they'd watch our games, and they'd like they'd like commentate or cheer. It was so fun. They like felt like it felt like it was a real thing, and we were our own teams. I was always Arsenal, obviously, but we also did that for the World Cup most. Oh, FIFA 06 World Cup, amazing. FIFA 2010, 2014, all of them amazing. And then uh, there was there was also a career mode, which I loved doing. Uh, back then, I never like had the aspect of uh, doing like a road to glory sort of thing, where you pick like a the lowest like lowest overall, and you build them up to become like a Champions League winner. But I, for me, I, I actually just picked the best teams. I just wanted to try out the best players, and FIFA Nine kind of gave you that option with uh, with Ultimate Team with like packs, and uh, they, it was a new thing, and people loved it, and not a lot of people played it actually at the beginning, but. Uh, but it was very original, and uh, we, I loved the tournament so, so much uh, that we played with each other, and we would play by ourselves. The kickoff, like, kick, like, that was when gameplay was fun. Fast forward to FIFA 12. This was, if you guys are uh, following at uh, VoxFoxPod on Instagram, I put the FIFA 12 cover on uh as my as our latest post that was by far my favorite fifa i think i I don't think any of them come close because that was actually the first year i ever got online i ever got xbox live that was the year 2011 i turned i i i want to say i was 12 or 13 years old and i loved it so much i i remember that was the first year I, I tried Ultimate Team, but also there was divisions, online head-to-head. If you guys are OG FIFA YouTube watchers, you remember watching KSI doing the race to Division 1, starting from Division 10, using different teams to get to Division 1, and it was just so much fun to use that I wanted to, I wanted to do the same thing that he did. And I did it, and I tried to get to Division One. I. I think I did, but I don't think I want it because, like, there uh, you have the option of like when you get to Division One, you can keep playing to like win the actual title if you win like a certain amount of games. But I don't think I ever did that. But I, I reached Division One. I, I think, definitely Division Two. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I did that all the time. And when I wasn't doing that, I was doing career mode. When I wasn't doing that, I was doing ultimate. There were different modes that I would have so much fun with. And, uh, it was just original. I, 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 I bought a few packs, but I did it with coins. I actually FIFA 12, funny enough, I had no idea what the transfer market was. So all my players I got were from coins that I earned and I used those coins to buy. I was 13. I didn't know what I was doing. So, but luckily like my pack luck was pretty good. So I had like a pretty decent team. It was an original team and I played with like a three at the back formation. I still remember the team, Nilmar. Nilmar was the greatest player. If you know Nilmar, you know FIFA. Like Nilmar was the best player I've ever used. There was like uh, that was the, I think that was the first year they uh, introduced like team of the season cards, man of the match cards, uh, team of the year, uh, informs. You know that like they didn't have that. I remember informs actually used to be no sorry, the uh, team of the season cards and team of the year cards were actually black in FIFA 11. I remember. Uh, and then they change it to blue so that they can make the informs just black. They can make that its own thing. And that was so much fun. I, I, I loved FIFA 12 so, so much. The soundtrack too. The soundtrack if, oh, is so, so good. Uh, I, I can't think of one at the top of my head, but, uh, there was, oh yeah, there was one called, uh, uh, uh the big bang. I, I don't, oh, rock mafia, rock mafia. Uh, sang a song called Big Bang. So, so good. I loved that song so much. And then FIFA 13, again, amazing game. FIFA 12 and FIFA 13 were the best, like, were the goal. For me, FIFA 09 to FIFA 14 was the golden years of FIFA. That was the best. Uh, FIFA 09, that was a creation of Ultimate Team, but they brought in new stuff. Uh, FIFA 10 with the World Cup mode. FIFA 11 was great. FIFA 12 was amazing. FIFA 13 was amazing. FIFA 13, I think, had the best soundtrack, too. They had uh, amazing songs. If you go on their soundtrack list, it is amazing. And they always pick them, like... They never pick, they never pick like, mainstream songs like uh, 2K or Madden does. They pick, like, so obscure songs from different countries, whether English, German, Portuguese, French. It's so cool. They don't do that as much now. But, uh, and I think FIFA 13 was also like the first year you started to see more people online, more people on YouTube become FIFA YouTubers. You got your like Manchi gamers, you got your, uh, all the sidemen basically like became famous from starting from FIFA basically. Uh, Nepenthes, uh, Nick28T, I'm spitballing here. But, uh, and, and then there was like stuff you could watch like pink slips. That was a lot of fun. And then FIFA 13 was also into the introduction to race to division one ultimate team edition. And that was a lot of fun. And then FIFA 14 was the move to Xbox one and the graphics were fantastic. Uh, and the best part actually about FIFA 13 that you can't say anymore right now is that. There were certain players, like I said, like FIFA 12, you had Nilmar. Like, whoever, who knows Nilmar now? No, no one. He was a Brazilian striker in La Liga. Like, you don't know who he is now. He was just some guy. But he was so OP that everyone used him and everyone loved him. And if you saw him on TV, you were like, oh, that's the guy I use on Ultimate Team. And also, like, for me, like, 
a lot of people that uh, a lot of people that got into like that I made into soccer fans. There are a lot of like high school. I I have a few high school friends that I got into FIFA. That I told them, hey, hey, you should play this. It's a lot of fun, and they did enjoy it a lot. And they got to know players based off of Ultimate Team. They got they increased their soccer knowledge, football knowledge, by playing the game. Uh. I, I I mean I did a bit I I knew all, basically all the players but I also like knew like I got to know new players that I didn't know originally. Uh, but like like those players like FIFA thirteen you would have there was like the front three of Carlos Eduardo Wellington and Eswine or Royce or and the back three of Naldo Felipe Santana and Dede. And Julio Cesar in goal Luis Gustavo CDM David Luiz at center back. Uh, Michelle Bastos on the wing. You know, those guys would be full team of the year, full team of the season, full informed teams. That That's what made the game so fun. You could play with players that you wouldn't think would be so good in the game because they're not that amazing in real life. You'd think Messi's the best player in FIFA. No, he wasn't. He It was S-Wine. <laughs> no one knows who he is anymore. But it, it was him. It was S-Wine. Uh, and then FIFA 14 was a bit of the same. And then you add, you added, like, uh, those, like, OP uh, strategies that you would do. Like, FIFA 13, it was near post, near post, near post. FIFA 12, it was finesse. FIFA 11, it was long shot. FIFA 14 were headers. FIFA 15 was going around the goalkeeper. So you had, like, obviously they were sometimes annoying, but the gameplay was fun. And then for me, I think FIFA after FIFA 17, it started to drop a little. FIFA 17, I I will admit, if you go to games played on all my FIFAs, I think FIFA 17 has the most. I want to say FIFA 17 has the most, uh, because that was the introduction to foot champs. It gave Ultimate Team a competitive side. And that was sort of the create, not the creation, but that was sort of the increase of popularity of esports. And it was really fun, actually. Like it was, it was frustrating at times. Sure, it was. Foot champs was so super frustrating, but it took so much time out of your weekend. It was the weekend league. Foot champs was weekend league. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, forty games, third basically basically thirteen games a day. One game, give or take, let's say you played the full 90 minutes, no, like, regular game, uh, no extra time, no rage quits, uh, you just play the full 90 minutes with the guy, and you win, like, 2-1, whatever. That would take roughly 15 to 20 minutes. So you multiply that by 13 a day, so 15 times 4 is 1 hour, multiply that by... That's about four to five hours a day. That's too much. That gave people sort of the switch to competitiveness to, oh, I have to win this game. I need to get this rank. I need to get this player. I need to open packs instead of just playing it for the fun of it. And I think that's kind of the same with uh sports in real life like you have to like you have to like do this do this do this to be the best instead of like going out there you have you do those things you know like like people like like a perfect example of that is Kobe Bryant 
you know, like Kobe Bryant, mama mentality, the guy did not stop working. But actually, but still look like you're having fun. He had a smile on his face sometimes, you know, like have fun playing it. Don't just say like, oh, I lost. Well, uh, this guy did that and that guy did that. No, have fun playing the game. And I think FIFA 17, after FIFA 17, that kind of like lost its originality. And uh, and for me, since the addition of Foot Champs and since the addition of SBCs, which I think they are, uh, uh, which is squad building challenges where you like trade in players for new players that you would never try before. Um, those, uh, you, I, oh, what was I going to say? Well, what it was is that, uh, uh, yeah, it did change like the fun aspect of it. And it's sort of, since they, oh, well, right. Since they added those, EA have completely forgotten about career mode about online head-to-heads, about other aspects of Ultimate Team, and just focus on that. And they more and and actually they focus more on packs, on lightning rounds. Lightning rounds, if you guys don't know, are basically at, at it, the clock hits six p.m. Uh, UK time, and that's when the best packs are available. But but only a certain amount, like ten thousand hundred K packs. That's like, that's like the best possible pack you can have. And you have uh, only only limited time to open them. So people are just buying FIFA points because no one has that m- many coins to open that many packs. So people are just giving money to EA. Since then, since then, FIFA 17 to FIFA 20, they have added nothing to the game. And not only have they not added anything, the gameplay has gotten far, far, far worse. And... It really is a shame because uh, I I miss playing FIFA 12. Honestly, if I if I were to go back to my Xbox 360 right now and I would load up uh, FIFA 12 or FIFA 13 right now or even FIFA 14, I would have more fun playing that right now than I would playing FIFA 20. 100%. And I played FIFA 20 like two days ago. And I there, I just, I don't have the same feeling for it anymore. That I, I was actually contemplating, because I legitimately played maybe two weeks to maybe a month of FIFA 19, and I just stopped. I just did not like the game at all. FIFA 19 and FIFA 20 are a disgrace to the sports video game community. It is terrible. FIFA 19, all you had to do was finesse it from out of the box or do El Tornados, which is completely unrealistic. And the gameplay was so sluggish that people just abused that, like, tactic, those tactics that would win you the game. But those tactics are so annoying. And the one thing you need in Foot Ultimate um, FIFA Ultimate Team now is patience. Patience is the biggest thing because if you don't have patience, you will not like the game. You will experience people just pl- pressing Y or triangle if you're on Xbox or PlayStation, playing it down the wings, cutting it back, and trying to score. Or parking the bus with 10 men behind the ball 
and just waiting to soak up and then counterattack. That's all people do. That's all people did in last year in FIFA 19. That's all people do right now in FIFA 20. And I still play the same way that I played since FIFA 12. I like to play fast, like real life, like Tiki Taka. I like to play, keep pressing A, 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 triangle, triangle, triangle. I like to play fast. This game does not let you play fast. And I don't know why EA have made it into that, which is strange because the one thing FIFA has right now that's really realistic is graphics. The gameplay, despite EA saying, let's make the gameplay super realistic because back in the day, it wasn't as realistic. You're right. That's a good idea. But they completely did the opposite. It's not realistic at all. You can score like, uh, like the 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 way corners are made, the way uh, the way even penalty like penalties were so simple. Why do you change the way penalties are taken? Penalties were supposed. You have the on the outside of the the you have a red line, yellow line, green line, and you try to get the line into the green space, right? And then you try and aim it. That's all you had to do. But now you have to like aim it and then press. B and then you have to keep it there free kicks you have to like uh, do this to make a knuckleball you can it's it's so complicated they're overcomplicating things and it's super super frustrating i was contemplating after fifa 19 like like i was thinking to myself I barely played FIFA 19. FIFA 19 only was out. I only played for a few weeks. I'm like, why should I buy FIFA 20? But in the back of my mind, you know, the the thing was because for me, since I played Ultimate Team in FIFA 12, I can tell you FIFA 12 was amazing in terms of gameplay, by the way. This is gameplay. FIFA 12, FIFA 13, FIFA 14, and FIFA 17 were the only, like, about like they that's when they exceeded expectations in terms of fun gameplay fifa 15 they brought in price ranges and that kind of like ruined the game and all you had to do was have 99 pace walcott or 99 pace obamiang and you would win the game fifa 16 i actually can't remember most of fifa 16 fifa 16 was just the uh introduction to squad building challenges and foot draft that was the only good thing about it and actually, it was fun. Foot draft was a lot of fun. You get to try new players, but the gameplay was a little sluggish. So besides that, it was more or less the same as FIFA 15. FIFA 17, I actually enjoyed the gameplay a lot. But then FIFA 18, 19, and 20, it was just... They overcomplicated things. Now, I found a really cool uh, tweet. Actually, let me before I get, uh, before I get into a tweet... Uh, so I was saying, I, I was compl- contemplating to myself, why do I buy FIFA 20? I didn't even play FIFA 19. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way FIFA 20 could be this much worse. And it's just as bad. For some reason, I had hope in the back of my mind. I'm like, surely they got to learn from their mistakes and like fix these like terrible like ways to score. But no, they didn't. They All they did was add more lightning round packs. They added more packs. They added more SPCs. 
They added more special cards that make no sense. Mustache cards. What are they going to do? November cards. Shapeshifters in, in this year. Like, I'm still trying to, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, why? Like, I get why people, a lot of people ask for it, too. A lot of people are saying, like, why is there no new cards available? I get that. You want to try new cards. You want to shapeshifters is actually such a great idea because they change like work rates and they change weak foot and they change skill move and they change positions of the card. Marcelo Cam, he never plays Cam, but it would be really cool to try it. I get that, but it's just a way for their profit to go up. Seriously, that's all they. That's all they care about. They only care about ultimate. That's the biggest problem. They only care about ultimate team. I'm at the end of the episode. We're uh, uh, just past thirty minutes, but I I want to get to, in my opinion, what they should add to the game that'll make it seem fun again. FIFA twenty. Uh, uh, I've I've already made the decision. I'm I'm not buying FIFA twenty one. I'm, uh, I'm not buying FIFA twenty one. Uh, FIFA 22, like that's a couple years uh, down the line, but I, I don't know uh, what I'll do um, with that. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm not buying FIFA 21. First of all, I, I'm not putting myself in that uh, sort of <laughs> stress levels when I'm playing FIFA again. Uh, and I'm, I can find new games. I can find new video games I can play. And FIFA 20 was just, uh, it was kind of the last straw. FIFA 18 was like, okay, I actually took a long break of FIFA 18 because I, I was in my uh, freshman year of college, so I actually didn't have much time. I literally played for like a month or two, stopped till May. So like I played, I played in August, no, sorry, it came out in September. So I played in September, October. I think I stopped around middle of November and then I stopped until like May and then I played like for another month or so and then that was it. FIFA, I'm like, FIFA... In my mind, I'm like, oh, well, FIFA 18 wasn't as good. FIFA 19 surely has to be better. And then I see FIFA 19, and that was much worse than FIFA 18. And I come to FIFA 20, I'm like, it can't be worse than FIFA 19. It's just as bad. The only reason why FIFA... I give the slight, slightest, slightest edge that FIFA 20 is slightly better. It, it FIFA 20 is... is uh, FIFA 19 is abysmal. I, let me put it this way. FIFA 19 is abysmal. FIFA 20 is bad. Bad is better than abysmal, but it's still bad. If that makes sense. FIFA 20, the only reason why I like it better is because of those stupid goals that FIFA 19 came up with, with those like stupid spins and turns and like top corner finishes and like uh, outside timed finishing. Oh God, what a terrible addition. But yeah, FIFA twenty is de- definitely my last, my last uh, FIFA for, for the foreseeable future. I could buy the next, next one in FIFA twenty four for fun or something like that. Uh, but for Ultimate Team, I'm like I'm not gonna be playing that for a very long time. Maybe even ever. I've I have no idea. I I'll still, I'll still like watch like YouTubers play it and not. Uh, that's kind of fun. But like I, I'm not putting myself through that again. And, and it's gonna save me money too. The the whole game itself. Is seventy bucks or eighty bucks or something like that? The FIFA points are more than the game. Make the that's why that's why people still play Fortnite or why people love Warzone right now because it's free. And I'll get into that in a bit. 
uh, of like free gameplay. The uh, the FIFA points is a problem. The FIFA points is a huge problem. It's literally you're it's it's like literally you're logging in when you're logging into game. It's like you're walking into a casino. You are gambling. You are uh, sitting down wherever you may be when you're playing FIFA, and you're thinking to yourself. Oh, should I open this 100k pack? Maybe I can get like Messi in this. Maybe I can get a team of the year in this. Maybe I can get Ronaldo in this and I can get the coins and I can buy my best possible uh, team with the coins. And then 95% of the time you don't get a good player. And then there goes your money down the drain. That's literally when you go play blackjack or poker or roulette or go in the, uh, what do you call it? Like the, the, when you need the same three things, uh, you know that you know what I'm talking about with like the, the ding ding ding. You put the coins in. I've never been to a casino, so I'm I'm not even old enough to go to a casino. But like blackjack, poker, roulette, you put money, you bet money on the small chance that you win. It's the exact same for packs. They've turned into a gambling business, and guess what? The truth hurts, but guess what? House always wins. House always wins. You're going to lose money. I I I will admit, I spent a few FIFA points throughout my years in Ultima Team. Even though you you spend that money, even if it's like even if it's like for two packs or three packs or four packs or even one pack. Even if you spend that money, people are enjoying that. And that's the problem that FIFA has because they're still bringing in people because they, because when you put that in the casino perspective, when you go into the casino, you lost money, like, oh, well, but I had fun. And then if I, like, if one of my friends said, I'm like, but you just lost money. How can you have fun when you lose money? You're like, yeah, but it's the thrill of it. Well, if you want the thrill of it, then go to go go on a roller coaster. There's no winners or losers in that, but you get a thrill of it. There are different ways to have like enjoyment and excitement without losing. That's the crazy thing. People lose in FIFA, yet they still continue to buy FIFA points. And it's like young kids now too. It's like the casuals. Anyways, that's my that's my thing. Uh, uh, you uh, you have to pay to win. It's not like FIFA 13 where you have like a 20k team with like SY. You have to have the best possible team to be the best possible player. And it's boring. Now I saw an interesting tweet. Uh, from Joel Embiid. Uh, if you guys don't know Joel Embiid, uh, he is a. Uh, oh, also a uh, shout out to uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, they did uh like sort of like a mid season review of FIFA twenty, and there was like they were saying like it there was early promise, but then they released a new patch and it's not good anymore, and it's a very average game. It's a very cool video. They also did an article on it. I highly recommend you. Uh, you read it it's really uh interesting but i saw this tweet from joel Embiid. joel Embiid is uh, about nba player uh philadelphia 76ers uh 
and he retweeted or he uh, I think he uh, uh, replied uh, to a certain thread that I person said FIFA 11 career mode is better than FIFA 19 and FIFA 20 career mode. I wonder why. Oh, that's why. Because EA have done zero things to add to career mode for the past five years. Now, let me read this to you. FIFA 11, all of this, what I'm about to say to you guys, FIFA 20 does not have. And FIFA 11 came out almost 10 years ago. 10 years, it's like saying, it's like saying this 2010 movie, I'm pretty sure Slumdog, like let's say Slumdog Millionaire has better graphics, better quality. Again, uh, like, I'm I'm not saying in terms of uh, the movie quality. I'm the movie's fantastic. I love that movie, but I'm saying in terms of literally like legit like 720p, 1080p quality. If you watch, if you if you put let's say Parasite, which is the uh, award winning movie in of the Oscars this this past uh, this past Oscars, and you put Slumdog Millionaire, which won it, I think it was ten years ago, and you put it side by side, hundred percent of the people are gonna say. Oh well, the quality, the the graphics, or the camera work, the size of it of Parasite is far superior to Slumdog Millionaire. Well, that's true. But Slumdog Millionaire is a better movie. Some people might add. This is the same thing with FIFA and FIFA Eleven and FIFA Twenty. FIFA Eleven has terrible graphics compared to FIFA Twenty, and that's that's just facts. But in terms of gameplay, and in terms of the actual quality over quantity, FIFA 11 superior. Maybe like I, I maybe my example of Parasite and Slumdog Millionaire wasn't amazing because a lot of people loved Parasite. But let's say Parasite was a bad movie or whatever; it wasn't as popular of an Oscar movie. Slumdog Millionaire is amazing, even though it came out 2009. And you can say that about 1940s movies or 1950s movies. The quality and the the like pixels are much worse in those, but the quality is better in some of those. All the classics have come from like Star Wars, seventies, fantastic for, uh, trilogy. The original, not the new one. I know I've triggered some people, <laughs> but you get the point. Now I'm about to uh, quickly run down what FIFA Eleven has brought. So this is from at FIFA CM tips. So I'm guessing career, uh, CM stands for career mode. Uh, so if you guys uh, check check him out, check this thread. Uh, I loved it because it, it it brought back some nostalgia, and I loved FIFA 11 uh, um, career mode as well as FIFA 12 and 13. I think the last time I played, I, I played career mode every year until like FIFA fi- 15. FIFA 15, I went like 10 years with one team with, like, a League 2 team and brought them to the Champions League glory. FIFA 16, I tried that for literally one season. I'm like, this is literally the same thing as FIFA 15. So I stopped. FIFA 17, I didn't even try. The, so FIFA 17, 18, 19, 20, four years. Four straight years I've been played F- uh, f- uh, career mode. Five years if you count not a full, like, length of FIFA in FIFA 16. FIFA 16, I only played for, like, a month. And then I just played Ultimate Team. Because I preferred it. Playing against the AI is not as fun. 
So let me go to FIFA 11. Here are some tips that you should have. To You should add, actually. Sorry. You could create your own club from scratch, including badge, kits, stadium. You can even add your own transfer budget. And you can add players to different teams that you want to put into your own club. You can even give the own uh, your own club its own name and abbreviation. Already it's better than FIFA 20. And that's the first thing. You can tell by like my volume, my change in volume, that it's so easy to add. EA is a multi-billion dollar company, yet they're still trying to make money. You don't need more money. You need less haters. You need less people that criticize your game. You need less people like Kurt. Kurt, if you guys don't know, is a professional FIFA player that got banned from every EA uh, sport game, or every EA game, actually. From every EA game, he was banned because of him criticizing the game. And that's his job. He's a professional esports player. The best FIFA player, his name is Tex. He's a teenager. He's younger than me. And he once said after him playing uh, in in an event, it's boring. No one enjoys it. You don't get rewarded. It doesn't feel like you get rewarded. No one enjoys it. And that is coming from the number one person in FIFA. That just shows you how far down that EA have come. Next, you could create your own team style for any club you want with various options to choose from. Wing play. Let me just... You obviously have custom tactics that you have in FIFA 20. Yes, that's equal. But there's so much more in FIFA 11. Wing play. Counterattack. Third man release. I don't even know what that is. Box overload. Attacking fullbacks. Target man. The hole. Side overload. I don't know about that. Total football. Total football. Pep Guardiola would jump into this. Arsene Wenger would jump into this. Marking. Man marking. Offside trap. Pressing. Flat back. Clearance. There's his own tab for it. Not even... Not... In team, oh my god! So you have, so you have the different tabs. Obviously, you have you have ultimate team, kickoff, career mode, game modes. Pra- Sorry, no, ultimate team was in game modes. It didn't even have its own thing. It does now because EA prioritized that and only care about that. So it has kickoff, career mode. Career mode was above f- ultimate team back in FIFA 11. Practice arena, team management. This is under team management. Edit my squads. Custom team styles. Create formation. Create club. Create player. You can still do that. Edit kick takers. Edit player. Edit kit number. Club transfers. International selection. Reset my squad. If you don't like what you did, you can go back to the original and you can start over again. Team chemistry in career mode. You didn't even... You only have that in ultimate team because they only care about ultimate team. If they added team chemistry, it would affect your team. It would make career mode harder. Career mode's so easy. Career mode's so easy to beat. Even on ultimate. I, tr- I tried it once. It's not that hard. 
I make it so much difficult for myself because I don't add, uh, I don't have a huge transfer budget with the team that I've always had with like lower league teams. Chemistry, add that. FIFA 11, you could train on different types of training, free practice, corners, free, t- free kicks, penalties, not in FIFA 19. They gave you tips. Check your calendar for ske- to schedule training sessions. Team chemistry. Work on that as a manager to create more chemistry so that can build momentum. Fan support. Fan support. Fan support. Where is that in the past three, four years of career mode? It will show you how well your club is faring in the eyes of your supporters. Ticket prices. Oh my God. I want to play FIFA 11 now. They have hooked me in. I don't have, I don't think I have FIFA 11 right now. I have FIFA 12 and 13, but I don't have FIFA 11, unfortunately. Tips and hits, hints. What's new? Gameplay, skill moves. Obviously, I have that. Player styles, tactical advice. You have assistant coaches giving you advice. Accomplishments. Oh my God. You had different accomplishments for every region in the world. League One. Eredivisie. Belgian League. Premier League. Championship. There were different accomplishments. You could also change settings. So your opponent starts with a 5-0 lead. If you want a challenge, you can say... Oh, I'm doing this video where every game that I play in career mode that uh, I have to outscore them three goals because they're starting 2-0 up. It's so much more... It gives you a challenge. It's not... Something's not fun if it's easy because then you're just going to do the same thing. When a player's... Oh, this is what I love. I love this so much in in the old FIFAs. When you put a player... Like, let's say you put... Let's say you put, uh, I've used Ronaldo and Messi too much. Let's say you put, I can't think of anyone. <laughs> I legitimately can't. I'm blanking. Let's say you put Aguero. Let's say you put Aguero at center back. His rating will not, let's say, uh, I'm pretty sure in FIFA 20, his, his rating is 89. If you put Aguero at center back, he will go down to like 60 rated. His stats will go down. It, it's not like it's not like you put him, he's 89 rated, and he plays the same. No. You will suffer the consequences if you don't put your players in the same position. Yes, you'll you'll have a smaller decrease if you put a left back at right back or a center back at CDM or a striker at winger or a center mid at right mid. But if you put like a right back at striker, you will lose ratings. For example, for example, if I can find it, you had, here we go. Uh, you could see which position was best for them. Vander Wheel, he was a great player back in the day. 87 rated as a right back. But if you put him as a right wing back, he would go up 89 rated. Ronaldo was a right striker. 
He's 96 rated. If you put him at right wing, he would go down to a 92. It's that simple. You have the option to export your career mode team. I'm sorry if I'm going too long about this, but this is essential. You could export your team and you could tell a friend that you have on Xbox or a friend that you have, a, a, a online friend, and say, hey, do you want to play with my career mode team? They'll be like, sure, send it over and they could play with your team. You could change the prices of tickets. You could lower the budget or higher the budget. And that will see, and and the fans will react to that. The fans would react to that. They would be, oh, this is great. I want, I, uh, this will fill the stadium more. Or no, this is bad. Less fans will come to games. You could choose real sponsors This is another one. You could choose real sponsors with actual objectives giving you a bonus fee. For example, picture here. Direct Air. I don't know. Direct West Air. I've actually never heard of that. Is that a real thing? Direct direct West Air? Okay, it's not. Okay, maybe not. But, like, they they create create one. They create uh, uh, companies. Sponsors, I mean. And they give you objectives like, you have to do this, 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 and we will give you a bonus, and uh, we can extend our contract longer to put on your jersey. You can have different coaches. You can have coaches for strikers, midfielders, defenders, goalkeepers. You can have negotiators. You can have scouts. They have scouts, but that's it. They only have scouts. You can have a medical staff. You can have a contract negotiator. Something better than they have in the current youth academy system is that you can select a certain position to scout. Wow. You don't have that right now. You just have certain positions. You have either defender, midfielder, or striker. No, you can do a deep search, as it says right here. You can see the average goals-to-game ratio for the top goal scorers. If you're... Oh my, <laughs> what a legend. Ricky Van Wolfswinkle. Ricky Van Wolfswinkle. What a legend. If you, my, me and my cousins, we, we have our own like thing about Ricky Van Wolfswinkle, Norwich legend. But this guy has him, and he scores 2.7 goals a game. Welbeck scores 2 goals a game. Ronaldo scores 1.3 goals a game. Why can't, why can't you see that? You could see the table in different ways. You could see the league table... In away matches, you can see who's done the best in away matches. You can see who's done the best at home matches. You can see the person's morale rating. Yes, they sometimes have the... It it literally just says, now in FIFA, it just says, unhappy, content, happy. You can see actual ratings. This, uh... Loris, 81. Glenn Johnson, 69. uh, Greg Vanderweel, 71. Papadopoulos, 64. Stecklenburg, 66. You can see the exact amount of transfers and loan deals made in the most recent transfer window. I could keep going. 
better board expectations. Re- more realistic board expectations, actually. You could see an actual draw for FA Cup matches. There were literal balls that they had, you know, those those things that you, you'd spin around in the, in the big circle, and you take them out and says, ball three, Chelsea, ball four. Look, I'm watching it right now. They just they just did a draw for the FA Cup semifinal. Blackpool number one, uh, Chelsea number two, Astonville number four, and Liverpool number one. And each ball was picked out. Doesn't matter if the quality and the and the uh, and the graphics aren't as good. This is better. Even players that are over thirty don't always go down in rating, which always happens. You can man-mark specific players. Well, guys. I'm going to end it... Uh, end it here. Um, I'm, I'm going to end it with what I think they should improve on. Do all those stuff for career mode. All of them. Make it more fun. And add new things, such as making the online head-to-head more fun. Not just an ultimate team. Add more game modes. Improve the gameplay. It's not that hard. See what your fans are saying. See what your fans like and dislike. Instead of just going for packs. And just being a gambling site. Pack weight. If you guys don't know what pack weight is. Pack weight is basically the percentage of what you will get in a pack. Let's say... I'm pretty sure, like, in a 7.5K pack, your chances of getting an 80-plus rated player is, like, 5%. Or 100K pack, you get, I think it's, like, a 5% chance. Or 2 per- like it's a, it's, a, it's an absurd small amount of getting a really good player. Pack weight, they should make it more... Uh, a better chance for you to get a better player. It's not that hard. Make the game free. It won't hurt you. People are still buying FIFA points for hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars. Make the game free. I don't... Just do that. Be like Fortnite. Fortnite has been a a huge success. Maybe it's died down a little. COD. uh, Warzone. Do that. The certain uh, there's uh, the the squad building challenges. Some of them are too expensive. Some of them are un- unaffordable for some people. Make them less expensive. Make them better players. I don't know why they limit themselves. The EA servers are god awful. You could be ahead three nil in the 89th minute, and you could just like that lose your connection to the EA servers, and bang, you lost. You're about to win, but then you lost because for some reason the EA servers wasn't working at that exact moment you get logged out but then you check i'm like well but i'm still logged in in xbox live yeah and ea is like yeah that's not our problem fix the servers make the servers better i don't under it literally took me three out i'm not even kidding foot birthday came out which is another promo that they did on friday it took me almost three hours to log into fifa three hours because everyone was logging in. And this happens all the time when there's a new promo. And last but not least, I don't want to get too into this. But scripting is a real thing in FIFA. That's why I'm also not buying FIFA 21. 
scripting is a real thing. 90% of the time, there will be a goal in the 45th or 90th minute because they want to increase the excitement in the game. They want to make the level, the playing field level or even. And that to me is ridiculous. Take out scripting because there clearly is, even though they deny it. And just let us play. I think that's, I've, I wasn't expecting to go in a full hour, but here we are, just past the hour mark. <sighs> Joel Embiid came in with this, an NBA player, complaining to EA that FIFA should be better in career mode because career mode sucks. Because there's nothing to career mode except the gameplay. And guess what? The gameplay sucks. So that equals career mode sucks. They only care about ultimate team. Go back to the days of FIFA 12, FIFA 13, FIFA 11, even FIFA 09. FIFA 11, 12, 13, 14, those were the best years. And it, it just makes me upset because it was it, it was my favorite game. But now it's not, unfortunately. Well, deep breaths. Maybe it's just because I'm cooped up uh, in my house. Maybe I need to get out a little more. Uh, well, I mean, like, limited uh, get out. <sighs> well, if you guys like this episode, like the first solo episode that I've done, uh, share it with people, listen to it on SoundCloud, listen to it on iTunes podcast, give it a rate and review. We're uh, still running strong with every review we've had f- being five stars. Uh, and next episode will be an interesting one. It is going to be a little bit of uh, off of soccer, football, but it's a, it's a fun one. It will be a fun one, definitely. A first that we've had. Uh, we've had film... Uh, people come on. We've had ex-footballers come on. This one uh, will be a first uh, uh, for our, uh, a guest uh, in terms of guests. Um, but yeah, that is it uh, for today. Uh, again, stay safe. Stay home. Uh, if, you're, if you are sick, feel better. Um, uh, <laughs> and you obviously people are not really going to work or going to school, so why not listen to the podcast? You guys have more free time. Why not? Uh, and soon, I will be adding some intro and outro music to start off instead of just me being like, ah, welcome to the Box to Box podcast. No, there will be music. Short music, but it'll be fun. Uh, as you guys can uh, see, that I'm very passionate about this and uh, about FIFA, and I've loved it since FIFA 05. <laughs> well, certain FIFAs. But yeah, that is that is it for today. I've been Alex. And I will catch you guys for episode 39. And that, I've tried to think of an, <laughs> a new outro or trying to think of more words to say. But my mind went blank. I literally became a statue. All right, that's it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, stay safe, guys. Stay home.